Hi, I'm Joe. Welcome to Encourage Her. I am the creator and co-founder of Encourage Her. We are a God-given and purpose-driven ministry, inspiring women to be women who encourage. Join us every Monday to receive encouragement. We pray that this mission is a domino effect. By encouraging you, we hope and inspire you to get out there and encourage her. Join us today. Good morning, encouragers. It's Joe. Happy Monday. How are you feeling this morning? Do I need to remind you that you're awesome? Here's your daily reminder that you're awesome. Here's your daily reminder that you've got weaknesses and you've got strengths, but ultimately God wants to use you in the world. He has a purpose for you. If you signed on this morning, that means you're living and breathing, which means he's not done with you. So don't give up. Keep running the race that he has set before you. And you can do it because of him. All right, sis, keep running. I'm running right alongside you in the next lane struggling, cheering you on. If this is your first time coming to Encourage Her podcast, hey girl, my name's Joe. I'm here to encourage you. That's my sole purpose And what I would love for you to do today is to share this message you're about to hear with her. As you listen, do you think of someone? Can you think of a sister who could use this today? Can you share it? Can you post it? It's free. It's free for the taking. So pass it on and become a woman who encourages. All right. So today I was just thinking about something and I thought I would share it. I wonder if you're the same. Do you have a strength that works against you sometimes? Do you have a God-given talent, ability, maybe a personality trait or temperament that generally speaking works for your good and God uses it for good things in your life, but sometimes it can get the best of you? Can you relate to that? For me, it's communication. So I like good quality communication. This really began for me in high school when I was sort of forced by my parents into choosing a class as an elective that was speech class. Who wants to take that in high school when you're full of insecurity and you don't want to get in front of people, right? Most people don't like that even into their adulthood, but certainly in high school, that was a really hard choice to take speech class by choice. But I did. And I'm forever grateful to my parents for encouraging me to do that because it really changed my life. And that sounds dramatic and it didn't feel so dramatic in the moment. But as time goes on, I see more and more how God is using that little speech class in my life. So I learned in speech class how to give a speech, right? Pretty basic the basics of good, solid communication. And in that class, part of the deal, which made it even worse when you're an insecure high school student, you presented to each other and then you critiqued each other. Oh, that's fun. (laughs) Let's ask a bunch of immature kids to critique each other. That's wonderful. Um, It was not so wonderful all the time, but it really was a stretching and a growing experience in me. And I began to really adore the art of speech. 
Um, I'm a huge fan of Toastmasters. If you've ever heard of what Toastmasters is, it's just like a community organization that you can join, I believe, nationwide. And it's people just practicing making really good toasts. And what they're doing is they're really working on their communication skills. I love everything about speech making. I love listening to a good speech. I don't even really care what you're talking about. I just so appreciate when someone can articulately and clearly and effectively use their speech, especially if it's for good. Um, it moves me and it, t- it really speaks to me because I know the time, the energy, the thought, the process that speaker went to before they stepped on, up on that stage. I went on from little speech class to join speech team, which meant we competed against other schools. And that looked like being in a high school on a Saturday morning and you know waiting outside of a door while you knew your competition was delivering their speech. And then you had to walk in afterwards and give your speech to a small room of little critics who were often volunteer teachers or you know staff members. And they literally, their whole purpose was to criticize <laughs> your speech. They were really awesome in giving you praise as well. But boy, talk about a pressure cooker situation. I was also um, given the opportunity to do like a little debating and speech. My favorite kind of speech was when they gave you um, X amount of time. Let's say you get to the high school competition and they say you have 30 minutes. Here's our high school library. This is pre-Google. Here's your high school library. You have 30 minutes to research this topic and then present about it. Ooh, that was fun to me, okay? Nerd alert, that was fun to me. (laughs) Um, You know, other kids were doing track meets and softball games, and I was in a little high school somewhere researching the Revolutionary War and then presenting about it, and that just fueled my fire. I began to really love speech. And it was, again, regardless of what I was talking about. So that's a little background, which grew into really just loving communication, which grew into using it for leadership. God started to grow my leadership abilities. I went on into college and I became president of my sorority, which I used my communication there. Um, Went on to be a teacher, which boy, all you do is communicate effectively all day so that you can be easily understood. So I can look back now and see how God used speech in my life. And even until this day, now, I mean, I'm literally here talking to you. Um, But what I do, um, I'm gonna say the, the word career feels funny, but what I do is ministry. So I work in a church part-time in women's ministry, and I'm often needing to communicate with women. That could look like one-on-one, that could look like small group, and that's sometimes on a stage with a group of women. And I need to communicate effectively. And what God has done is just shown me how my love of communication can sometimes work against me. So because I so appreciate good communication, what has happened is I actually really don't like poor communication. And it really bothers me. Um, If someone is a lack of communicator, if someone, um, and I don't mean that they have to be perfect in their speech. That's not what I'm saying. But like, if people don't communicate, it really bothers me. So I have developed and God has been showing me 
and kind of checking my heart sometimes that I have like really high expectations of communication in other people. I expect them to communicate the way that I do. And I am an over communicator. If you've done anything with me, you know, you get a lot of emails from me. I've learned to really make them concise and less often, but you know, I'll have an agenda at each meeting I do. I just over communicate because I so appreciate it myself. And often we give what we want. So I want a lot of communication. So I often give a lot of communication. Not everyone wants or needs that I've learned, but I do. But what can happen is when God gives us a gift or um, a natural um, strength, we can often expect that in others. And that's not right. That's not right. That's my story. That's maybe what he's grown in me and he's trying to use it for his good. Doesn't mean she's going to be good at it or he's going to be good at it or that I need to expect that of them. And I don't know how you're hearing this. For me, like I said, it's communication. For you, it might be generosity. Maybe you're someone who is just naturally giving, right? You're really good at giving to others. So you expect that from people. And when they don't give back to you in the way that you give, you can get upset with them. When that expectation was never meant to be set, that's just what God's asking of you. What about compassion? Are you, do you just tend to bend towards being a compassionate person? So do you expect her or him or them to be uber compassionate towards you? And do you get mad or self-righteous or unreasonably angry in your spirit, even if you don't vocalize it, if they're not? I don't know what you're thinking about this morning, but I think it's really wise for us to take time to evaluate what are our expectations of people? Are they reasonable? Or is it rooted in a heart issue of ours? So because I have really good communication and I've developed that, right? Just because of God gave me opportunities to develop that. That doesn't mean that I need to expect that from others. It just doesn't. And if I start to feel this brewing of frustration in my spirit, then it's a moment for me to check my heart and bring it to God and say, whoa, what's going on here? So I want you to think that this, about that this week. I would love it if you processed. Where do people fall short of your expectations? And how does it make you feel? And then I want you to take it to self, because why is that? Do they know that you even have these expectations? Do they know that you're waiting for an apology? Right? They might not even know because it's your stuff. (laughs) It actually might have nothing to do with them. So just a little heart check this week, ladies, on our expectations. And do you have a God-given strength or an ability that sometimes can work against you? Because I'll tell you, God wants it to work for you and for his good. But there is an enemy. We are always in a spiritual realm, ladies. Even if we don't see what's going on in the inner workings of the spiritual world, not to sound weird here, but it's true. There's an enemy who wants to use it against you. And he wants to use it to divide you from his people. 
He wants, he doesn't want you to use that skill set for his good. So he's going to do whatever he can to shut it down and create division or confusion amongst people. So we can't let him win. We need to take it to God and take our time this week, get into scripture, get into, you know, your personality, your temperament, your giftings, your strengths, because you all have them. And do they sometimes work against you? And when they do, what can we do? We can pause, check our hearts and ask God to speak to our hearts and renew us. I hope this encouraged you this morning. I'd love to hear from you. Please reach out. If this hit you in such a way, or if you'd like to talk more, I am the encourage her. I'm here for you. I'd love to encourage you. I hope you go out today, ladies, and have a killer Monday. Go crush some goals. Make some if you don't have any. Spend some time in the word. Drink your water. Move your bodies. All right, ladies, get out in the world today and be a woman who encourages. Happy Monday. Thanks for joining me today. It was fun being together. I hope you feel encouraged. I'll see you next week. Get out there and be an encourager.